0: Hey, everybody, and, and my name is Justin Riley from My HVAC Price, and uh, thank you for listening today. As always, our mission here at My HVAC Price podcast is to help all homeowners okay, find the right HVAC heating and cooling system for their home. So it is uh, the 23rd of December 2020, taking 2022, the end of the year, finally. Uh, hopefully good things coming for 2021 for everybody um and really today what we're going to talk about is how long an HVAC system actually lasts right and some factors to to kind of calculate in that so you know <clears throat> you might be moving in a new home or you have a system in your home and maybe you've done a repair or two over time and you know you're not really sure how long are they supposed to last so The real short answer to it is on average, you know, HVAC systems last 15 to 20 years. And I say last because that is kind of like a date before they're actually replaced. That doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be breakdowns before. And that's really misleading that manufacturers put out there. So, you know, you've got different manufacturers, say it be Train, American Standard, Carrier, um, Goodman, all these different pieces of equipment out there. And um, they all claim that their unit lasts the longest, right? Um, well, what is last, right? That's really what I'm going to try and get at today is, is, sure, you can repair, you can band-aid, you can patch, you know, a unit to, to last much longer. But really what makes a lot of sense to you as a homeowner um, may differ. You know, if you spend $15,000 on a new train system, you're more apt to repair that or patch that unit along, you know, for for many years before you actually replace, much like if you have a car and, you know, you have a, a very low value car and you're getting a little fender bender, well, it's liable to total it. So same thing goes, you know, for a Goodman unit, you know, they, they generally cost less in the beginning, right? So, you know, they may have a shorter lifespan because people are more apt to just simply replace that unit instead of repair. So I want to walk through some factors that really have a big impact on, whether or not a unit lasts longer and and more importantly has breakdowns in between and you know as a as a previous hvac owner i can tell you that um hvac maintenance right is it's kind of a hot topic right you always see these ads going around to homeowners saying you know hey get your system maintained get a cleaning check or get your system tuned up and it always seems like just it's like okay, these companies are just trying to, you know, charge me for something. The guy comes by, he does this visual inspection and, you know, I'm not really sure what he actually did. He just basically looked at my unit, checked a couple boxes, made me sign a piece of paper, took my credit card down and and off the road he went. And, you know, it didn't seem like I got a lot for it. So I want to kind of walk through why regular maintenance is so important and it's a lot of the hidden things. So when people think of a tune-up, um, they think of like a car. Like you bring your car in and you know you, you get an oil change or you get the spark plugs changed or you know the wires done and, and, and the car seems to run smoother, it seems to run better. And and for an HVAC system, that that can be true. Um, but most of the time, you know, what is happening during a tune-up or a visual inspection is we're checking for dangerous things that could have happened from season to season you know we're right now in the middle of a uh, winter here and I'm, I'm located in maryland so um i had a good buddy of mine who's a real estate agent and he was you know has a house that he's putting up for listing and the people who are currently still living in the house were going to be showing it and he called me you know all on a big huff and puff the other night you know freaking out because the the co detector was going off in his home and he couldn't figure out why and he's worried about you know the safety of the people and the, the mother's there and they're, they're they're going to a hotel for the night and and what ended up happening and you may not even realize this is during the summertime, a bird flew in to their flu piping right and you got to remember flu piping of a chimney right think of it as like an exhaust of a car right so it's it's got co you know that carbon monoxide that's coming out of it and that stuff's dangerous so What happened is in the summertime, it doesn't operate well. Birds, squirrels, all sorts of rodents, animals, anything like that can can build nests and burrows inside of those chimney flues and and piping. Um, And when you turn your system on for the first time of the year, um, the carbon monoxide doesn't go out, right? It goes right back into the home and can set up for a very, very dangerous situation. So number one, you know the first thing i don't care if your unit's one year old brand new or 20 years old have a co detectors in your home have them on the lowest floor okay and then one on every floor that you have a bedroom so you you know co is going to be heavy so it's going to fall to the bottom but you also want to have one on every floor that you have a bedroom so there's a lot of good brands that are out there um kitty is probably the most easiest homeowner friendly one that's out there Very reputable they've made smoke detectors and co detectors for years so you know when we're doing tune-ups on on units especially in the winter time you know one of the things that we're checking for and and you're and you're paying for somebody to come there to give you the sign of approval that hey you don't have any blockages um and and you don't have any carbon monoxide you know coming out of the system that peace of mind um is worth the weight in gold so other things that we're, that we're really looking for um, during these tune-ups are um, they could be like little noises that start like a blower motor right and it starts to squeak over time right we, it can show that it's out of balance or we're checking for electrical wires um the capacitors in the unit and what a capacitor is right it's it's a like a supercharged battery right? As motors get started, right? They have to start spinning, right? And they take more electricity in the beginning to get started. So what a capacitor does is it gives it a bolt of electricity to get the motor started. Well, capacitors, um, are like light bulbs, like the old light bulbs, not led light bulbs, but the old filament light bulbs. Right? So they burn out over time. So you only get so many jump starts, if you will. Um, in a lifespan of a unit, okay? So only so many turn-ons and turn-offs. Another thing, as a, as a blower motor or inducer motor starts to get old, what happens is just like the human body, right? It takes us a little bit more to get going in the morning. So these capacitors are, are aging, right? And in an aging capacitor can be six years old, okay? Um, and and then the, the blower motor can be out of tune just a little bit from usage, okay? Um, And it can cause a a capacitor to actually go bad, okay? So there's lots of little things um, that can happen. And and you may say, well, it's just a capacitor. Well, a lot of times a, a problem with an HVAC system cascades, right? Have you ever been driving in your car, right? You're driving down the road and like you hear a squeak every once in a while when you tap the brakes. You know it's not really time to change your brakes. You can get like another, you know, 500 miles out of it, you know? But then you know you go that 500 miles and then all of a sudden like you start the squealing gets a little bit louder but now instead of just having to replace the brake pads you have to replace the rotors as well so with HVAC maintenance it's the very same way so if a blower motor starts to go bad over time the out of balanceness of it okay can cause um a blower wheel or your or your squirrel cage to, to go bad because it starts to rub Okay, and then what can happen is, is the blower motor doesn't push enough airflow, so the furnace starts overheating. So what happens from this little capacitor issue can cascade into many more problems. So I don't want to beat the dead horse about maintenance, but, you know, it's, it's very important not only for, you know, the peace of mind that comes from knowing that, you know, you've had a certified HVAC technician, okay, that's been in there that said, hey, you know, the carbon monoxide's going out, the safety switches are working, Um, You should be good to go this season. Now you can go about and think about the rest of your life and not have to worry about the furnace this year. So um, that on its own, okay, those regular maintenance items, okay, can actually make your system last longer. Okay. And, and the reason is, is because you're doing these little, little tweaks and little tune-ups over time, okay, that allow the big problem not to happen till 15 to 20 years down the road. So. That's why a lot of companies claim, you know, 20 years on a lifespan of a unit. Yes, we can make any unit run 20 years, right? We just keep replacing parts till it's done. The key is to have trouble-free performance and not have out-of-pocket expenses. So another thing that that really comes into effect of, of how long a unit lasts is the quality of the equipment, right? Not all brands are created equal. Now. 2021 and and going off into the future you know if this was 10 years ago i'd say there was a there was a much wider difference between hvac brands um and hvac quality equipment than there is today you know i'll be honest with you you know i've been to the to most of the major manufacturers i'm talking train i'm talking carrier i'm talking goodman I've, i've been to all other factories the majority of them okay on one side of the factory by the assembly lines they have these big huge bays right and tractor trailers back into them every morning what they're doing is they're unloading all of the parts these parts are outsourced to Emerson to GE to you know White Rogers um there's a source from all over the world they're not made by train or not made by American Standard or Carrier or you know any of these these major conglomerates they're they're sourced so you know up to 80 percent of all HPC units are pretty similar right and they're assembled especially true for your 14 and 16 seer units. So um, when you have a 20 seer or very high efficiency unit, obviously there's going to be a lot of differences, proprietary things that are put into place with units, but you know, when it comes down to quality, okay, really today the most important factor instead of just brand quality is the brand that installs it, right? Your installers, okay? I can tell you as a business owner, installation quality is Absolutely the most important thing. Because you've got to realize, you know, no matter if it's the lowest cost um day and night or Goodman unit that's out there, or your, your top-tier train or carrier unit that's out there, okay, average warranty failure rate of an HVAC unit is about three to seven percent across all brands. So only about three to seven percent of the time is it actually the part that broke. That is due to just the part breaking of mechanical failure every other problem that you have with your HVAC system is due to installation quality okay and, and you may you know when you go out and you get prices for new units you may find that you know there are people that you know this wide range of pricing you know why you're charging fifteen thousand um, dollars they may be doing more their guys may be more qualified and you know it's important to weigh out all those options okay Um, you know, you have to realize in, in the HBC industry, there is in, in the labor industry as a whole, there is a huge shortage of labor, right? Skilled labor is a thing of the past, right? You know, most of our VOTEC schools and, you know, technical colleges and things like that, you know, um, everybody wants to go to college and get a white collar job, right? Nobody wants to really get their hands dirty and work, you know, Mike Rowe on, on dirty jobs talks about it all the time you know, how, you know, that there, there are no resources for people anymore. Um, and skilled trade is, is a, is a, is a problem. So what ends up happening is HVAC companies. Okay. Um, bring on not as qualified or unqualified installers. Okay. Um, people that are, that are just getting into the trades or, um, have been around for a while, but just not very qualified they don't have all of their certifications they haven't you know been trained by a a laborer that that's been in the field for years that knows the old way of doing things right doing things right doing things um precisely being proud of the workmanship you know really you can tell a good craftsman by um the look of the work and what I mean by that is is you know if you look at a a painting, you can see that there was craftsmanship and really, you know, important qualities put into that and time and really dedication and pride. Right. When when you're dealing with a installer and a senior technician, you know, they take pride in their work. Right. So if you ever have a, a contractor in the home and, you know, they're trying to hard sell you on this or that, or this or that look for install pictures, ask the contractor, look, Can I see some pictures of your recent installations? If they say no, okay, that's a huge red flag. And the reason is, is because people that are proud of the work that they do, they take pictures, right? And they save those pictures because they want to show off their work because all day, it's like, you know, it's so prideful because it's what they do. They're masters at at their craft or trade. So, you know, installation quality, how to pick somebody out, is really ask for pictures is the simplest way. Ask for referrals from friends, but um, if they're eager to show you the work that they're doing, okay, or have referrals in the neighborhood, then that's the people you want to be going with, right? Um, very, very important when it comes to that. So, um, another sign that you know you can you can start to tell that like an HVAC system is is having like some issues, or you know may need somebody to come to the home is if you're getting inconsistent temperatures from room to room. And I don't mean like my upstairs is always hotter than my downstairs in the summertime because that that always happens, right? What I'm talking about is when you have these differences, okay, that you didn't have before or, okay, you're getting these inconsistent temperatures in um, your system cycling on and off, okay? What we call short cycling. So um, it's very important that, you know, you contact an HVAC technician to kind of check out a system. If it's short cycling, is it going off on high limit switch? Right. There's all of these different safety switches that are built into these appliances these days that will actually shut itself down. Like, you know, you ever had, you know, your iPhone sit out in the sun, right. And it gets really hot and they go into what they call the emergency mode. Right. And they turn the system off and then, you know, you come back and it your phone turns back on and it seems like everything's fine. Right. But there was a problem. There was a reason why that happened. That can oftentimes show up as inconsistent temperatures from room to room. So another one that's really important, okay, is foul smells. So I'm not just talking about like burning smells or things like that. You know, it can be oil, it can be mold, it can be musty, okay. Um, but really, foul smells—the number one foul smell that leads to a a, a breakdown pretty quickly. Um, that I've seen in the past is an electrical smell or an oil smell. Okay. And, and what that's coming from is the blower motor in the furnace overheating or the air handler. Okay. And um, I've had many of service customers call and, and the fire department's there at the time I show up for emergency service. And, you know, it, it it's not really a fire hazard per se, but I can tell you that it really frightens you. Okay. Um, when you have these sorts of smells and they can be intermittent. You know, um, they don't always, you know, happen all of the time. And, and, you know, in the beginning, you really want to check your, you know, your your airflow through the system and filter changing. So the last thing I want to harp on is filter changing. Right. Filter changing probably has the largest impact on how long your system lasts of anything. Right. So you've got this three dollar filter and. You're supposed to replace it every thirty to, to sixty days, okay. Some people, you know, say that they can go ninety days or six months. I don't believe that. I would rather have a new filter in every thirty days. Just buy a box of the pleated filters, right? They have a little cardboard rim that goes around them. They're generally white in color, and they have pleats. Okay, um, change your filters often, okay, and take notice, okay, if like air, if dirt's building up on one side of the filter. Um, that can be uneven airflow, but dirty filters, I can tell you, cause the most problems out of anything, okay? Um, and they cost you more money to operate your system. So um, it's very similar, okay, to running your car with uh, without antifreeze in it, right? Or running your tires at halfway inflation, right? You can still kind of get from A to B, but man, it's going to be a bumpy road when you get there, right? And honestly, you just don't want to be... St- you know breathing all of that stuff okay um so i'll end with this right so yes just about all HVAC systems can last 15 to 20 years right um people the more expensive the unit is inside the home or the replacement is going to be right if it's in a tough spot in an attic or this or that okay um tends to make the system last longer because people want to do short repairs and and kick the can down the road, okay? Easy installs, right, and and lesser expensive systems typically um, last a shorter amount of time. Anything less than 10 years, okay, Um, or if you have a compressor failure less than 10 years, there's something wrong, okay? Units either oversized, there's incondensables inside the line set, um, there's all sorts of moisture in there, um improperly matched equipment you know uh sizing between the indoor and outdoor non-return air. so any sort of issue that, that has a massive failure less than 10 years okay that's a huge problem but most of the time you know your units are going to last you know on average i would say 15 years so i really appreciate you listening we've got so much content we're going to try and push out as much as we can we've got a ton of it at myhvacprice.com, okay? We've got a homeowner HVAC guide, right? It's got content of things to look out for, how to hire an HVAC contractor, um, pricing, right? We've got pricing on the website with um, what the units actually cost the contractor, what the contractor should be charging you, all of those factors and a lot of how-tos on there. So um, you can visit that at myhvacprice.com and um i will also put a link to it to our homeowner hvac guide okay that's helpful that you can go through and and read through content i really appreciate everybody subscribing um the next article we'll be doing in the next podcast will be coming up shortly um i wish everybody a, a happy holidays and uh we will see you soon